I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I think the problem is our our bubble is too small where we think like each other doing things well is the same <laughs> as objectively doing things well. <laughs> Welcome to Talkin' Tofu, the podcast about vegan snacking. I'm David Streeby. I'm Becky Streeby. This week on the show, we're talking about lunch at Peace Food Cafe in New York City, the new plant-based Unreal Deli Sub at Publix, and trying silk Greek-style yogurt. Yeah, we are. We're doing it today instead of last weekend. Yeah, well, I mean, (laughs) who cares? I care. Why? So, y'all... I'm, we're sorry that there was no episode last week. I was sick and we didn't record one. Nobody Is, cares. Nobody noticed. Oh. Yeah. Well, I got a message from someone who, who? noticed. My mom noticed. <laughs> <laughs> I get about every six to eight months. Mom says, are you still doing your podcast? So Aww. just different le- levels of engagement. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, boy. Are you feeling better? I am. Great. Yeah. I knew you better. were. I knew the answer to the question. Yeah. But. I was actually never sick, it turns out. What? Yeah. I wasn't sick. I just had a fever. So like for- when Miss Hoover had Lyme disease in the substitute episode of The Simpsons? No. Oh. Wait. What happened in that episode? Psychosomatic. Oh. No. I mean I had a fever, but that was it. And it was just like a random fever out of nowhere. I woke up the next day fine. Okay. A little bit like Miss Hoover. I was sick for like six hours and then I went to sleep and I woke up fine. You felt bad and you thought you were sick. Yeah. Either way. So we could have recorded is what you're saying. We absolutely could have recorded. I didn't want to lock myself in a room with you and give you what you know, I, you I a little had. bit of the Marge. Can you clear your throat? <clears> throat> I've been trying. What's that, homie? I didn't want to lock myself in a room with you and give you what I had, but it turns out I had nothing to give. Right. But also... We had slept in the same bed the night before mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. spent all of our time. Like, it doesn't care that the room is locked. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't know. It doesn't. The disease doesn't know about locks. Yeah. But he closed the door, let less air circulating. Sure. Mm-hmm. Sure. You said lock. I did. But yeah. you know, I meant enclosed. Once you clear that throat, you sound a little bit margy. <clears throat> Still? A little bit. A little bit, homie. I'm doing it again. 
The good bits are the ones that you instantly repeat. So you're feeling better. I'm feeling better. Let's let's just get in the skating out of the way. Oh, okay. You went skating on Thursday. I did. I went skating on Thursday at Sparkles in yeah. Smyrna. Yep. Uh, it was really fun. Sparkles is a skating rink. Sparkles is a chain of skating rinks here in the greater Atlanta area. Smyrna is a city. Smyrna is a city <laughs> about uh, 30 minutes away from us. Sure. Without traffic. Sure. It took 45 minutes to get there, mm-hmm. 25 minutes to get home. Yeah. Any Anything that happened this time that didn't happen last time? Yes. So this time at Sparkles in Smyrna, uh, two things happened. First of all, at the rinks here, I don't know if this is true of all rinks in all places, but at the rinks here, these skaters are really good and intimidating. There was like this gang of elementary school kids that were just like zipping around all together and they they were really incredible. Even like these children were better than me and my friend who were there. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is fine. It's not a competition, but it's just, it's a little intimidating, you know? Um, And I've been working on a waltz jump, which is like a little half turn jump where you land on one foot. And I landed it. I landed it in the rink, surrounded by people. And one of the teens who was really good gave me a thumbs up. Ah. And I felt like king of the world. Nice. Mm -hmm. So you were intimidated by some children Uh and you landed a trick. Yes. Are the two different things. Those are the two points that I wanted to make today. Well, good for you. Yeah, thanks. Don't let those kids intimidate you. They didn't. In- yeah, they did. I'm terrified of kids. <laughs> I'm terrified of kids over 10. Over 10? Yeah. Why? Because I think they're going to be mean to me. Oh, I mean, and they, I think they might. They're, they're going to, if they wanted to hurt me, they could do some damage at that point, especially more than one. Yeah. They can flank you. They can trip <laughs> you. They can pull tricks on you. Yeah. And I'm... I'm not the old man. I'm getting old. All it takes is for the kids to be mean now, not for me to be aware and nimble, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm frightened of the children. (laughs) We were at Big Softy last week as a reward for something academic our child had done. And two kids came into the Big Softy and I got scared. Really? Yes. They hadn't. They weren't doing anything. Ooh, hey, Big Softy is uh, a place here in Atlanta. It's in Summerhill. It's in Summerhill. I'm doing the thing that you did with Sparkles and Smyrna. Mm-hmm. Big Softy in Summerhill. Big Softy in Summerhill, which is a neighborhood in Atlanta. It's an ice cream store in an Atlanta neighborhood that has vegan soft serve yeah. and vegan ice cream sandwiches made with their soft serve. I had a vegan root beer float. Yeah, you sure did. It was the bomb. I had. That's what my generation says <laughs> sorry it was liddy liddy yeah Oof. sounds what? sounds great what i had you think it was mid i had the golden milk soft serve it with the, their new topping with it which is a what vegan is hot is fudge and i thought it was just okay i think talking takeout i thought the hot fudge was thinner than i would have liked it was more like a chocolate sauce more like a not fudge more like a not fudge and i thought the golden milk was good but i think i ruined it by adding the hot fudge to it just is this talk and take out? No. Okay. This is a bonus. A little bonus. So we talk about Big Softy all the time. Oh, no. Okay. I don't have a song. That was the joke. Talk and take out doesn't have a song. Talk and take out. No? Wasn't that it? Yes, I am. No. There's talk. never been a talk and take out song. Listener, has there ever been a talk and take out song? They don't know. <laughs> 
<laughs> Our listeners of the year know. Yeah. Listeners of the year, get at us. Hey, Dave, how are you doing? I'm great. Yeah? We just wrapped a, a Villainous session. Yeah, we did. Played the board game Villainous. Uh, I was... Oh, my God. Oh, Captain Hook. Just tired. I'm tired. Truly, we put the game away, up. came right in here and recorded. I was up until three o'clock in the morning. What? And I got up at nine o'clock. Oh, my goodness. Morning. Yeah. I was up till one, but I got up at 1030. Yeah. Well, I was playing video games. Yeah. And then I got up this morning around 930. I slept in-ish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I still only got like six hours. So yeah. and I'm tired. I can't do this. The way that I used to be able to do this. I used to be able to do it, and it was like I'd gotten 12 hours. I could get four hours of sleep, and it was like I got 12 hours. And I don't mean used to like in college. I mean used to like three years ago. I could it's, do this. It's true. I, I have always wondered at how I've never been able to do that. I need nine hours. I have always needed nine hours, and I don't understand how Dave does it with on four to six. I think the answer is like I burned the reserves, like the permanent <laughs> reserves. Yeah doing that and now i i feel bad all of the time regardless of how much sleep i've gotten oh that's that's no fun i'm sorry so i think i i lived i lived too hard yeah and now there is no easy that i can take yeah you need to start sleeping like me you go to bed when i go to bed no that sucks <laughs> you go to bed at like 8 p.m I go to bed at like 1030 on the school nights, hopefully, ideally, and like 1231 on the weekends. I think what I need to do is get back to getting up at 530 or 6 every morning, regardless of what time I go to bed. Focus on having a good morning, like until a little bit past lunch, and then just call it a day after that. Just like garbage the rest of the day. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Then indulge myself with video games in the evening late evening that's me time it's decompression it's like the pressure cooker you've turned the little thing mm-hmm. and it, exactly and then you go to bed you get up and you do it again yeah where's the nap though where's the nap there's no nap oh gosh you just go hard in the morning have a great morning yeah and then just a garbage like you, you turn it off around two See, if I try to do that, what happens is I do go hard in the morning. Uh-huh. I have a great morning. I get a ton done. This yeah. is me every day. Yeah. I get up, whether it's with the alarm or naturally, I'm ready to go. Yeah. I love to get it done in the morning. Uh-huh. But then about four or five hours after I got up, I'm usually crashing mm. and want a nap. The, and if the Pete I, Holmes show? Correct. Okay. Well, I watch an episode of you Crashing. Watch, you watch the... And take a nap. Yep. I mean, I don't nap every weekday, but uh, if I can sneak in a disco nap on a weekday, ah, oh, perfect. The whole then the whole rest of the day is like a whole second morning. The Artie the Artie Lang vehicle. Correct. Crashing. I'm still on crashing. Oh, you're still on yeah. crashing. <laughs> no, I'm not crashing. I'm soaring, like the ride. The ride at Epcot. Mm-hmm. Correct. With Putty as the mm-hmm. what's his name? Patrick Warburton. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's as what the, it's as like. The pilot. Flying over the Eiffel Tower or whatever. Is he flying the ship? The the ship? The plane? I guess the airship? so. I guess so. Is he flying or is he just narrating? What are, is he the, what are the you voice doing in Soaring? 
You're we'll get back to whatever you're talking about in a second. No, but. it's fine. It was boring. <laughs> the soaring ride is one of my favorites at Disney, I think. It's at, it's at Epcot. It's at Epcot. But yeah. it's so chill. You get in to these little seats mm-hmm. and then the seats go up. Yeah. And the screen takes you on a trip around the world. And it sounds so hokey, but it's fun and cool and I relaxing. Think pe- I think that people know what soaring is. I don't, do you think that, may, what about like our international listeners? Not everyone's been to Disney World. Disney World is an international phenomenon, first of all. You think there's a soaring? For sword? better or for worse. It's a cultural <laughs> phenomenon. Yeah. I think that everybody's familiar with soaring. Okay. Listener, if if this is the first you've heard of soaring, get at no, us. No, no, no. No. If you've heard of soaring... Mm-hmm. Get at us. Okay. Wait. This is You'll get more engagement. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no. Dave's right. Dave's right. right. So please reach out to us to confirm that you've heard of Soren. Just email me or, or message me on Instagram. Yes or no. No context. Yes. Can you put out a Twitter poll that says, or have no. you heard of Soren? I have to get on Twitter to do that, but sure. Twitter's fine. All these people getting up in arms. I know, but I haven't been using Twitter lately. Just not because of Elon Musk, but just because of... <laughs> time in the day i've been using it extra because i'm such a supporter (laughs) (laughs) it's true i'm a huge elon stan dave doesn't have a tesla so he just sends checks directly to elon yeah yeah um fine i'll do a twitter poll but i just being not as on twitter has been great for my like emotional well-being Mm. but i'll get on there and do a poll i hear that if i remember so toeheads look out for that or don't i did get on twitter to announce that there would be no episode yeah i retweeted that good job it was yesterday that was yesterday. Yeah. But when this comes out, it'll be last Friday. Hmm. I'm in the future now. Okay, gotcha. So anyway, Soren, everybody knows what it is. But what is not clear is, are you piloting the plane? Are you in a plane? Are you in a plane that Patrick Warburton is piloting? You're definitely... Are you hang gliding? Oh, I think you're hang gliding. Then why is there all the airplane shit happening in the pre-launch? Oh, yeah, no, then you're in a plane. Then why am I out there in the open seeing, like, I'm not looking out a window? Epcot, get at us. What What is going on? It'd be funny if you were looking out a window. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> he put just a like being on a plane. In front of you. Yeah. <laughs> He's real cramped. I love it. Somebody's breathing loudly next to you. The seats are tiny. Somebody a few rows up is freaking out. There's a seat back that reclines yeah. in front of you. Nobody's there. Yeah. This sounds good. This is good. There's like a screen, but, screen in front of you playing Happy Death Day or something that you don't want to really want to watch. You can get a ginger ale. And so. Yeah. Something to consider. Yeah. All right. So All right. That, that was the Soren Corner. <sighs> Sorner? Yep. Are we talking to take out or what? No. Oh, yes. Let's. Hey, Dave. <laughs> Let's soar. Around the world, up the East Coast to New York City, and talk about Peace Food Cafe. Can I try an alt? Yeah, sure. You know a place you need a plane to get to? <laughs> New York City, which is where we went for this week's Talk and Takeout. Mm-hmm. Just a quick trip. Just for this. Come on, come on, come on, come on now. Take out, baby. Can't you see that I am going to eat it? What was that restaurant that you went to? (laughs) Why don't you tell me about it? What was that restaurant that you went to? (laughs) That's right. It's talking to takeout. Um, 
This is a segment, the original segment of the show. <laughs> the first segment of the show. I think you're right. Where we talk about food that we got takeout at. And that's not what happened here. This was a place that we went to. This well, was Talk and Go Out. When we launched that's Talk and right. Takeout, it was deep quarantine. Sure. And so it was all takeout. But when we launched the podcast, it was deep quarantine. Right. An acceptable time for a bad idea like this. Correct. Now that uh-huh. things are... There are options. Mm-hmm. We still choose to do this. Yeah, for you, the towheads. I would argue that it's not for them and it's not for us. <laughs> well, then what's it for? Exactly. Cool. There's not much of a reason to do this. Mm-hmm. But I'm just going to leave that there. Just leave that. Because we're doing it yeah. and we're going to do it again next week. Yeah. We're never going to get out of this rut that we're in. <laughs> Jesus. But we went out. It's talking go outs. That's right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talking go outs. We have already done this. Yeah, we have. We probably did this in the last episode. We've already done every single thing that we've talked. I think we've even done Soren. Like, I think we've covered all of that ground well, already. Well, we covered Peace Food Cafe when we did our episode on New York. But this is just like a single visit to Peace Food Cafe while we were in New York most recently. And we got different food. Yeah. Different food. So... Get ready. If that's not a reason to do it again. I don't know what is. You could almost argue <laughs> that there's no reason to do it at all. So we went to Peace Food. This was our last day in New York. Oh, yeah. New Year's Eve. New Year's New Eve. New Year's Eve, 12-31-2022. We traipsing about in the city. It's getting a little bit rainy. We're at Strand because we're tourists. Poking around at Strand. I got the child New York City themed bookmarks get at Strand. Bit, get I little, got real touristy. Get a little bit hungry. Mm-hmm. And we say, hey, Peace Food's right nearby. Yeah. Let's go to Peace Food. Yeah. And so we did it. We did it. We did it. We got in there. What, you are looking at me like I'm handing these to you. Oh, seated yeah. right away. And uh, lovely as always. We... um. I got myself a ginger turmeric latte. So it was New Year's Eve. I had been to three nights of fish. I mean, we both had, but this is in my head as I'm deciding what to order. I had been to three nights of fish. Chances are exposed to COVID because um, it was in a crowded stadium. So I decided to order for my drink a ginger turmeric latte. Throw some nutrition at Mm -hmm. my body. Mm -hmm. Also, it was cold and rainy. I wanted to warm myself up. So I got a ginger turmeric latte. And y'all, it did the job. It was creamy and sweet and spicy. And if you are at Peace Food Cafe, I definitely recommend starting out with a ginger turmeric latte. Or get one to go so you can walk around with if it's cold outside. Uh, For my entree, I decided to keep the nourishing train going. They have like some greasier options. But I went with the Peace Bowl which uh, you get to choose some options. I chose quinoa as my base, and I got kabocha pumpkin, Brussels sprouts, and bok choy. And it was so much food. Mm-hmm. It was a huge bowl. There was absolutely no way. Yeah. And I was pretty hungry. Yeah. I did my best, but there was enough left that I got to eat more peace food that night after the show. And it was delightful. Everything was like pretty plain and simple. It came with a little, like, I think it was a gingery mm-hmm. dressing that you got to put over it. Okay. But it was just like a plain, simple, like nourishing feeling meal. It was just what I needed. Yeah. It was just what I yeah. needed. 
singing off key. Uh, the pumpkin, I, ne- I never get to have kabocha pumpkin, and I love it so much. It's so starchy and sweet. I don't know what kabocha. Kabocha pumpkin, it's like a winter squash, okay. but it's like Ugh. a very special kind of winter squash oh. that's like, it's the best winter squash in my opinion. Better than butternut? Oh, yeah. Much better. Wow. Because butternut's pretty bad. <laughs> butternut is great. But kabocha pumpkin is really special. Uh, if you can get your hands on a kabocha pumpkin, slice that up, <laughs> roast it, and you are in heaven. Get your hands off that kabocha pumpkin. Get your hands get your- off of my kabocha pumpkin. Hands off. Hey. My kabocha pumpkin. <laughs> The Brussels sprouts were Brussels sprouts. They were fine. Nothing to write home about. And then I'm always happy when I'm eating bok choy. Mm. It was just delightful. Just exactly what my body needed. I'm not going to sing again. Bok choy is the best vegetable. You know, I'd agree with top you. Veg. It is a top, top veg. It's no, the top veg. I had the wonton soup as an appetizer. Oh, wait. I'm sorry. Oh, sorry. Last you thing. just threw it to me. I know. I did. So, but okay. I wanted to say that these three veggies, because we're talking about the top veg. Sure. These might be... These are all my top veg. Okay. Uh, top veg is singular. Top veg. Top three. I'm no, looking. No, 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 no. Why not top 10 then? Why not top 50? Top veg. Singular. Maybe Brussels sprouts. Oh. Garbage. Listener, Garbage what's take. your top veg? Garbage take. What? Listener, get back to us on whether you've heard of Soren, just yes or no, and then top veg, just the vegetable. Yeah. So it would be, yes, bok choy. No Brussels sprouts. No carrot, you know? Yeah. So that's answer the poll mm-hmm. and then reply with fit top veg in the comments. Yes. Or you can send all that information to my Instagram at glue and glitter on Instagram. And if we get zero votes and zero comments, we will stop the podcast. <laughs> it has to be zero. We'll keep limping along for one. That's all it'll take. But I'm, there's a high chance we're going to get zero. That's a lot riding on this Twitter. There's a high chance we're going to get zero. And then I'll be free. (laughs) I had the wonton soup. I was expecting this to be an appetizer sized soup because it's part of the appetizers. There's a big old bowl. Huge. Big old bowl, but delicious. Nice, uh, dumpy dumpling wontons in there. Love a wonton soup because you kind of, you kind of get to make you, you, that final stage, mm-hmm. like because you get in there and you open it up and then it all escapes out into the soup and you've kind of turned your crystal clear situation into more of a stew. You know, it's like an experience. Stew of your own making, yeah. So I ate that. I also got the picnic plate. Stew of your own making sounds real good. It's fine. It's fine. It was delicious. The picnic plate is a potato salad, avocado, soy protein, which is like chicken for best approximated chicken, apple, grapes, celery, caper, lettuce, wheat bread. So I order this thinking that I'm getting like a chicken salad with potato salad, a chicken salad sandwich with potato salad Mm -hmm. on the side. Love potato salad. Potato salad. It's probably top veg, but <laughs> it came and it was not their fault. My fault for reading this and then drawing conclusions. It was literally these things on a plate. It was a chicken potato so, salad though, right? All one thing. Yeah. Yeah. And then there were like separately a little section on the plate that was a slice of uh, sliced avocado. Mm-hmm. And there was a separately little section on the plate that was just like grapes. 
separately, a little section on the plate. Now, the apple, I think, was in the, the salad. And then bed of lettuce mm-hmm. and one slice, small slice of wheat bread. So not even like two slices to make that sandwich out of it. Yeah. So it was a little bit disappointing presentation-wise because I was hungry for a sandwich. Big boy's hungry for a sandwich. Mm-hmm. And instead, I was kind of picking with a fork at this spread. It's called the picnic plate. They're right. Yeah. It's that. A second piece of bread would have been nice, though. Yeah. I probably could have asked for that. Yeah. They would have brought it out. But I didn't want to be a Karen. Right. Instead, I was like, I'm going to complain about this on my podcast in a couple of months (laughs) instead of being happy now. And here we are. It was tasty. The potato salad with the chicken in it was you got very excited for me because (laughs) I've said before that I want a potato salad sandwich. Yeah. And you thought that. We were there. I thought your dream was coming true. Yeah. You could have done a half sandwich. I tried. Mm -hmm. I tried to take that little half piece of bread and fold it over. But then it felt like it felt too hacky because that's like what you do when you've got the loaf of bread and you've got the heel and you're trying to find a use for the heel. Like you don't want it to be half of a sandwich, but you can fold the heel over on itself and be like a full disappointing sandwich. <laughs> and that's, it's small. So it's like snacky. Like you can eat it on your way to sit down to eat the real food that you made. Like if you make a peanut butter sandwich, you just use the heel, make another mini bad peanut butter sandwich <laughs> and eat that while you're walking to the couch with your peanut butter sandwich. Always eat the peanut butter sandwich on the couch. Where else would you eat Good one? Lord. <laughs> Do you not eat snacks on the couch? Of course. While you're watching TV? Yes. So what's... what's... Nothing. I love that you're snacking. On the way to the table? Sandwich is On the way to the table. I'm just saying... On the way to the banquet. I don't know. What do you... (laughs) What should I have said? I just think it's cute that peanut butter sandwich is one of your late night snacks. I think it's cute. It's filling. It's cute and sweet. I'm sorry that I told you how I felt. Anyway, I liked peace food. I like peace food too. Go there. I'd not order this again though. No. It was good. It's my fault, not theirs. But now knowing what it is, why would you order that in a restaurant at lunch? I would do the exact same order. I might ask for some sauce on the side from another dish or something. Also though, if you do go to peace food, uh, check out, they have like a whole little bakery section at the front counter when you walk in. So it's fun to get like a walking around cookie on the way out. I was going to get one but I was way too full and leaving with leftovers and I was like I just think I would feel weird and it was our last day and I didn't want to end up with a cookie in my luggage that was going to get falling to pieces so I skipped it but um, it's fun to grab a a cookie to go on the way out of Peace Food so don't miss their bakery goods either yeah yeah what's the one that's really good that has like the coconut and the chocolate chips cowgirl what they have a cookie that's like chocolate chip. It's like an everything chocolate chip cookie. Cowgirl? Is it not called like something? Cowgirl's a move. It is a move. <laughs> <laughs> not a cookie. It's called the, they have a cookie and it's really good. It's got coconut and oats and chocolate chips and maybe nuts. It's got everything in it. The magic cookie? Is it the magic cookie? I think it's the magic cookie. Not the cowgirl. There's a cowgirl cookie though. Maybe they had one this time. Mm. Cowgirl cookies. Yeah. Swipe off of that. Cowgirl cookies. No, it's a thing. No, this is a cowgirl cookie. It's got all the stuff in it. 
It's a style of cookie. Walnuts, coconut, and chocolate chips. Yum. Okay. Okay. When you're wrong, you're wrong. That was talk and take out. Uh, we're going to just crash right into the other segment, I guess. Yeah. This is Talking Toe News. Hey, okay. It's welcome to Talking Toe News. This is a segment of the podcast where I pluck a headline from the world of vegan news and we talk about it a little bit and you link to it in the notes and then we we're done with the segment. This one comes to us from Veg News. Surprise. <laughs> Is it Anna? It's not Anna. <gasps> Nicole Axworthy. Oh my gosh. The other reporter at Veg News. This one's from January 17th, 2023. Nicole, the headline is, 14 plant-based meals are now the default options at all New York City hospitals. So we're staying in the city for this one. Not getting on that plane back yet. NYC's 11 public hospitals are now serving 14 plant-based meals as the default option for inpatients. Nicole says, New York, yeah, yeah. she doesn't say that. I, I botched it. New York City's 11 public hospitals are now offering plant-based dishes as the primary dinner option for inpatients. In the program's latest expansion, New York City Health and Hospitals, Bellevue, Harlem, and South Brooklyn Health joined the system's other acute care sites serving 14 new meals inspired by the flavors of Latin America, Asia, and other places that represent the system's diverse patient population. She goes on with some details. It expects to serve 850,000 plant-based meals in 2023. The default meals being served include garden bolognese. Did I say that right? Bolognese? Bolognese, I think. Bolognese? Yep, that's it. Garden bolognese with rotini and spinach. (laughs) Pad thai noodle bowl. Moroccan root vegetable tagine with tricolor couscous. Tagine? Tagine. Tagine? I shouldn't. Maybe I shouldn't do these. <laughs> do, you want me, do you want me to do them? No. I'd rather just, not. Okay. You're doing awesome. No, well, that's not true. Southern black-eyed pea casserole with plant-based cornbread topped with plant-based shredded cheese. Ooh. Zesty burrito bowl with jicama slaw. I got jicama right. Hey. With a broccoli and flour tortilla. Spanish vegetable paella. Got that right with yellow rice. Red curry vegetables with roasted tofu. Alternate dinner options include Moroccan vegetable tagine. With roasted chickpeas and brown rice pilaf. Hey, two for two. Rigatoni pasta al forno with plant-based ricotta cheese. Curried kabocha squash. Hey, kabocha, kabocha. squash. So is it kabocha squash or kabocha pumpkin? Either. It's the same thing. With lima beans, dill, and white rice. New York can't get enough of this kabocha squash. It's because it's the best squash. Orange, no, yellow squash is the best squash. Orange cauliflower with edamame and brown rice pilaf. Garden bolognese with bolognese with rigatoni and mixed vegetables. <laughs> Fiesta, god damn. I'm sorry, I thought it was bolognese. <laughs> also, <clears throat> yellow squash, incorrect. What? In- worst squash. What? Just kidding. But Fiesta. Not the, not the best squash. Dave's yep. so mad at me. I just want to read this list of food and be done reading it. Fiesta black bean burger on a whole wheat bun with cauliflower. Whole wheat Sicilian pizza with plant-based cheese. Now, I love a Sicilian pizza. <laughs> non, non-plant... Are you having fun? Yeah, yeah. 
Non-plant-based options will only be available at the patient's request and based on their prescribed diet. Now, so that's a question I had. All of this stuff seems pretty not bland, seems pretty flavorful and like specific directionally, you know? I wonder what the stomach ache ratio is going to be from all of these rich dishes. Good thing you're surrounded by nurses yeah. that can help you with yeah. that tum tum yeah. if you have a problem. Like but rub it for you. They just come in and rub your tum. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Could you rub it for hand. two and a half hours, please? <laughs> I wish. God. I would get a hand rubber, like an automated tummy rubber. Oh, it's just, just like a gloved hand. Soothing. Rub your tummy. Yeah. I would do that. That's so nice. And maybe it had two arms and the other arm had a bottle. <laughs> Put the bottle in my mouth while I rub my tummy until I turn the machine off. <laughs> or fell asleep. And Or fell asleep, in which case it would recognize that and pull the bottle out so I don't choke on it. Mm-hmm. I could do that. That sounds so nice. The only problem would be if you had to get up to go to the bathroom. So I've got another idea. <laughs> <laughs> you put something on that absorbs the waste. Unless you stay put yeah. for a little bit longer. Yeah, that's a You know what you should do to, so so that when you fall asleep, you don't fall off the couches. You could put some railing. Oh my God, you're right. Yeah, you're right. With special sheets that are too small for a regular bed, but would fit right because you don't want to get tangled in the sheets. Right, that would be a, right. a strangling hazard. I don't think a top sheet would necessarily would be necessary. No, like so maybe just, just the, the railing, fitted. the fitted sheet on the bottom, something to rub your belly, something to give you a bottle. Mm-hmm. While you fall asleep, you know what would be neat is to, if there was something hanging from the ceiling that that would like rotate like that you soothe could just, you if you needed something to look at to fall asleep to. Yeah, yeah, but also sounds... like maybe stimulate interest. Yeah, like shapes or rocket ships or something like that. Like mm-hmm. whatever. I like this. I yeah. like this. This yeah. is good. This is original. Oh. <laughs> what? All right, and uh, we're getting back on the plane, soaring back to Atlanta, but we're going to do a little bit of a layover for some ads. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome back. Hey, you know where the plane landed? ATL. It sure did in the parking lot of a Publix. Oh. Much to the horror of everyone yeah. in the surrounding Just area. Crashing down ponds. <laughs> yeah. Skidding into the Ponce Publix. Cars destroyed. Yeah, yeah. Plants trampled. Yeah. Sorry, everyone, but we had to get back to Atlanta to try the Unreal Sub at Publix. That's right. This is... I'm pulling up some deets about it. I have some questions, so I'm glad you're doing that. Okay. Because, so Dave brought this sub back. Yeah. Unfortunately, when he came back... We're not really at Publix. The whole plane thing was fake. <laughs> Sorry, guys. You would have read about it. You yeah, would have, You yeah. would know. Um, so Dave came home with this sub, surprised me with lunch. But I had already eaten lunch, unbeknownst to him. And so I put it in the fridge to eat the next day. Um, so I kind of had to do my own thing with it. And so I, I'm going to have some questions when I get to my part. So I'm glad you're pulling that. Like, my first question is, is the way that you got it the way that it comes? Or did you choose toppings? Well, we'll, we'll get to that. Okay. You know, we're, we're going to get to that. Okay. Well, first of all, let's talk about public subs. Everybody knows about public no, subs. No, Dave, you live in the Southeast, so you think that. People in, like, Colorado don't know our, about public subs. Our friend Allie has a pair of Publix slides, flip-flops. <laughs> she sure does. She lives in Los Angeles. Yeah. So I'm just saying, that's not the South. She's from Jacksonville, Florida. All right, all right, all right. People outside of the Southeast do not know about Publix or Publix subs. Okay. All right. You talk about it because your enthusiasm for Publix subs rivals mine. Publix subs are a staple of Southern cuisine. Mm-hmm. They Publix makes a submarine sandwich, a hoagie, a grinder. grinder. <laughs> What's it anymore? I don't know any more names. So anyway, they've they've got a. It, there's nothing like, like d- description wise that makes it different from another sub. It's just that their bread is really uniquely good, if you like it. Yeah. Their um, produce is usually pretty fresh, mm-hmm. and it's just a good sub. It's just yeah. a good sub. And you get it. It's pretty cheap. Like a veggie sub is like six fifty or seven bucks for a full like foot long. Like that's good. Yeah. That's, that's a good price. That could be lunch for two if you get like a side to go with it. It's lunch for one. Oh. For me. Even I with eat the, the bag of thing. chips? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I eat the whole thing. I eat the whole thing. Um I am no stranger to getting a veggie public sub. I get it quite a bit. Not wild about Publix. 
but I will get the public sub. So you can imagine my delight when I learned that they were offering Mrs. Goldfarb's Unreal Delis as a, a meat option on the subs. And I think it's temporary. And I think it ended February 1st. Oh, no. So, but I don't know. Let's see here. Let me go to the app and order it. So I saw this on Instagram that they were doing it. I got it in mid-January, brought it home. Uh, we tried it out. It's still there. Public Stelly Meatless Turkey Club Sub. So uh, that's exciting. So the cool thing about this was when I, when I learned about it on Instagram was this was not a trial market thing. This was not an in the cities thing. This was Publix offering an Unreal Deli's meatless turkey sub at every Publix location. Yeah, it's incredible. At every Publix. So it's not an Atlanta thing. It, this is a podunk Florida thing. This is middle of rural Georgia thing. It, when we're road tripping and we go through rural Georgia, I'm equal parts delighted and wary when we stop at like a Burger King to get an impossible Whopper because I'm like, this place doesn't go through impossible Whoppers very frequently. So they must offer it. Like they have to offer it. They can't not offer it. Mm -hmm. So how old's that impossible patty? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. That kind of goes through my head. Probably same concern here. Like they're shipping unreal meatless Turkey to all of these public locations. And some of them are probably just like sitting on it, you know? Yeah. So I'd pro it's very cool that this is a Publix wide thing. I'd probably recommend sticking to a more Metro Publix if you wanted to try it out. Don't you think? I don't know. I think th these things have like dates on them and they aren't going to give you something expired. Unless they did. Unless they and did. And then you get sick. Mm -hmm. But you probably know. All right. You so, probably know when you ate it. To answer your question from earlier, I ordered this on the app mm -hmm. and it comes as is like you can't add toppings this okay. is the whole thing i think if you were to go in in store yeah and do it you could probably pick and choose if you order any other sub like a veggie sub on the app you can customize your order but you cannot do that with this sub huh so we got it as is we got it and that as is is unreal deli roasted turkey Chow vegan cheese, light life smart bacon, vegan ranch dressing, lettuce and tomato on a sub roll. Okay. A pretty robust offering. Yes. I okay. That's so go on. Or or can I go into my review now? Because piggybacking on that, my review I think is very relevant. Go for it. Okay, so I thought it was good and hearty. If you like those elements, like I have a one of my friends, Alicia, um, mentioned to me that she didn't enjoy this because she doesn't like light life bacon yep. if you don't like light life bacon probably not the sub for you yep. uh i do like light life bacon I, it's one of my favorites um so i thought it was good and hearty this is what i did i pulled the veggies off i because i was eating it the next day i was eating it the next day so i pulled the veggies off i stuck it in the toaster to warm up the bread okay. and to get the cheese melty a little bit. And then I brought it out, put the veggies back in okay. and ate it that way. Okay. I thought it was really nice. Like the, the heaviness of like the meat and cheese contrasted really nicely with the lettuce and tomato. I feel like I would have liked a pickle and an onion on this. Yep. It, it could have used like something crunchy and like kind of zesty. Mm -hmm. And I also feel like the not having a sauce was a problem for me. Mm. I ended up, I ate 
like maybe a third of it as is and then i was like i'm in my home i'm going to yeah. not finish this as is and i added some veganaise and that was perfect nice or Publix has like that boar's head vi- uh-huh. uh, vinaigrette that they use which is vegan that would have been really good on this too i think so i think if i were to get this again i'd want to go in store and uh add stuff because as is it's fine but it's kind of like eh. I, the and i also felt like the meat and cheese definitely made it hearty and filling. Yeah. But it also didn't make a super impression on me, like flavor-wise. I feel like fillingness-wise it did. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't even like... I don't know. I thought it was good. I thought it was a good option, but I think it needs... You would need to doctor it up a little bit. As is, it's kind of boring. I agree. As is, it's it's mid. I would say it was mid. And the fact that I couldn't order and customize it on the app was mm-hmm. sus so this is me trying to talk you are really speaking yeah. to gen z right yeah, now exactly is that i don't know okay so i i'm not wild about light life bacon but i don't mind it i think that there's a place for it i think it needs to be prepared a specific way and i that specific way was not how it was prepared on this sandwich it came off like it was an additional meat so they're like like if you were going to order turkey and bologna sandwich, mm-hmm. it came off like that. Like yeah, it they was, didn't cook There was it. a ton of it, and it wasn't crispy. It wasn't on top of the toppings. It was just another color of the protein that mm-hmm. was in there. So I didn't see a lot of difference in the way that the turkey tasted and the way that the light life bacon tasted. They kind of combined to form a new taste. And yeah. so I was kind of pining for maybe just the, the turkey taste. I wanted to try the unreal turkey. The balance of lettuce and cheese and tomato and vegan ranch i felt like was a little bit off so it was really meat forward and i was vegan ranch yeah there was vegan ranch on it there was yes i did i detected no sauce exactly okay right (laughs) so you're proving my point yeah (laughs) yeah so i felt like the way to do this like you said is order it in the store have a little bit more control, ask for a little bit more toppings if you want them. Get it without the bacon. If that's the way that they're going to make the bacon, get it without the bacon. Um, but I was delighted that it exists. I hope that it's doing well. I hope that it's a staple and something that we can rely on moving forward. Because at the end of the day, if they don't, I'll go back to the veggie sub and I'll be happy because I think that can be a really satisfying veggie sub, which is not you can't say that about every sandwich place. Yeah, uh, You definitely can't say it about like Jersey Mike's, which we should try the nearby one for this and talk about. I think they are hit and miss. But I think Publix, you, you have a sure thing there. It would be cool if you had two sure things there. Yeah. I think they also have a falafel sub that might be worth checking out. Oh. Uh, and there is a tofu sub that when it came out, it was not vegan. I'm not sure if they have made that vegan yet. Hmm. Probably should look into things like that before I talk about them on our podcast about vegan food. But I think, yeah, order in advance, not the way to go. As is, not the way to go. It's a really good launch pad that you could make a good sandwich out of if they allowed you to. The other trick with Publix, though, the secret, the vegan secret to Publix, is that the deli is located right by the produce section, which is where they sell tofurkey slices. They sell chow slices and other vegan cheeses. You can actually get those things and they'll put it on the sub for you if you ask them to. And then you just pay for the package at checkout and, you know, you can have the rest for later. They're not going to put the whole package of tofu. I mean, I guess they would if you 
wanted they'll that. do whatever you tell them to do yeah but yeah. they'll put the tofurkey on your sub they'll put the chow slices on your sub if you get them in the deli section so you could kind of always have a sandwich a pub sub sort of like this if you knew that trick but then the trick also involves buying the whole package right. of chow. it's it becomes, pretty expensive it's an expensive sandwich unless you were going to get that stuff anyway and then you know you're going to eat those those will be other sandwiches but then you're walking around like the world like after you've left the shopping place with open packages of tofurkey. True. If you're doing your grocery shopping and grabbing a pub sub to eat for lunch on the way home, that's a good option. Even then, but if you've you're got not like an going... open thing in your bag, like yeah. sitting in the car, yeah. I'm not going to eat that tofurkey when I get... No? So what I would do, because I did this, I used to do this at lunch at work. I'd go get a pub sub. I'd buy the tofurkey. I'd get back to my office open the tofurkey at that point and put it on the sub. Mm -hmm. And then I was right where I needed to store the tofurkey mm -hmm. for next time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then you minimize the transport, the open air transport of it. I see. Yes. So you have options because Publix is a grocery store. They sell. <laughs> Did we even say that? That Publix is a grocery store that has a deli counter Publix, that makes... They all know what Publix is. Publix is a grocery store that sells overpriced produce. Our friend Allie has a pair of Publix flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. She lives in Los Angeles. Correct. Everybody knows. <laughs> From that sample size of one, we know. Everybody knows. Um, but they have a deli counter that makes great subs. On a scale of one to ten Patrick Warburtons, <laughs> what do you give the Unreal sub at Publix? All right. So I would say as is, ordered on the app, I'd give this a five. It's fine. There are better app ordered options. I think I'd rather have something from Willie's if I was going to be doing an app order pickup lunch. Um, but if I were able to go in and customize my toppings and sauces and stuff, I would give this a nine because I think I like a pub sub and I used to eat pub subs a lot before I went vegan. Actually, before I went vegetarian, before I went vegan, mm -hmm. <laughs> many iterations of what mm -hmm. I ate ago. I used to like a pub sub. And so it, it's nice to have that back. And yeah. it, but I definitely go inside or go home. I'm going to say I agree with you that there's an as is and a what it could be score. I think that it's a seven for me as is. I think if I'm in a hurry and I've got to place a quick order and I'm near a Publix and I can place it for pickup and I get this and I eat it, I come out better than I could have in most cases. I, so I think like, and it's a hot sub, mm -hmm. which is really satisfying too. Oh yeah. That was my other question. So it is a hot yes. sub. That's why, that's why I did the whole thing yeah. with taking out. I and got, warming yeah. Up. I need to explain my side there. I thought that you were taking the veggies off to eat them separately. No, yeah. I was trying to recreate the hot sub experience so that I would not be ruining it uh, by waiting a day yeah. and having makes it be more in sense. the fridge. I yeah. retract my side. Thank you. So I think it's a seven as is. I think that there is a good use for it, even though it could be better. But I think that you could really shoot it into the stratosphere if you get the chance to. And that would make it a nine. So seven slash nine. Yeah. Now. Five slash nine. Now. Now. Well, that was my score. Yeah. I was reiterating. Are you correcting my score to be your score? I was reiterating. Your score? score. Yeah. Because I didn't do the slash. I, I wanted to do that too. I liked it. I liked that format. I wanted to get in What's up? What's next? You tell me. <laughs> no, no, I don't, no. I'm done. What you tell you me gonna, what you want to do. No, what were you going to say? I'm sorry. No. It's, just take us take us out. What? Yeah, all the rest. You're you're driving the, the ship this time. You're calling <sighs> things segments. 
coming up with names for segments. So this is your podcast now. I'm just the co I'm not even the co-host. I'm like on the couch. Oh boy. What's that? The no sidekick. Host? Sidekick. I'm the sidekick now. Hey sidekick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you want to What's next? <laughs> Let's eat some yogurt. Yeah. So we're eating the silk Greek style yogurt made with coconut milk. It says right here, we're eating the strawberry flavor. Now, Becky, tell us a little bit about Greek yogurt. Sure. So Greek yogurt is thicker than other yogurt. It's a thick and it's supposed to have more protein. It's basically yogurt that they have uh, strained more of the liquid out. So it's thicker. This is 10 grams of protein Mm -hmm. in it which is 12% of your DV. Wow. I don't know what normal non-Greek yogurt is. It depends on what, like an almond milk yogurt would have very little. Mm. So they probably use soy milk. This is, well, uh, as I said, it's coconut milk. Well, then where's the protein coming from? Hmm. I don't know, but it says 10 grams of protein real big on there too. Yeah, let me see. Give it here. Give it here, sidekick. (laughs) Main kick wants it. You said, okay, so it is coconut milk as the main thing. Ooh, a lot of coconut. The thing that I said. Okay, keep going. Oh, it's literally the second ingredient. Pea protein. Pea protein, everyone. That makes me worry that it's... P-E-A? Yes. Okay. That makes me worry that it's going to be grainy. Okay. Pea protein can be kind of grainy. I'm opening it. I got us two little spoons. Yeah, you did. We're going to do this malt chop rules. Here's a spoon for you. Thank you. Did you touch that with your hand and now you're going to put it in uh, the shared? You t- She touched. I got this part. No, you did not. I did You didn't. touched the, the round part of the spoon. Okay. With I'll your be... filthy dog petty hands. Do you want me to go get a new yes. spoon? I'll be right back. While you do that, I'm going to eat the yogurt. Don't eat It's just us now, listener, and I want to tell you that I have already had this yogurt. Don't tell Becky, but I bought two of them, and I had one because I had to have a quick lunch before, and uh, I really, really liked it. It was really good, so I'm excited to eat this and glad that I kind of get to have half of this myself. Hey. Hey. Welcome back. She is back. Becky's back. Why don't you grab a, a scoop on your way? Yeah. Okay, we're, I saved it for you. We're trying it together. Okay. It's thick like pudding. I just put my spoon up in the air while I was putting on my headphones and it stayed put. Yeah, it looks like spackle. It does look like spackle because yeah. it's pink. Yeah. Because it's strawberry. I really like it. I think it's really satisfying. The I, texture is really satisfying. You're making a face. The texture is great. I'm going to try it again. Is there stevia in it? I mean, I have more on my spoon. I took a big bite on my spoon. There's not. It tastes like it's artificially sweetened. I think to me, the sweetness is from the coconut. It's got like an... Like an alcohol taste at the end. Mm. I like it. I think the strawberry and the coconut go really well together. And I think that this, if you're on the go and you're grabbing 
theoretically, mm-hmm. grabbing a yogurt to eat for a quick breakfast on your way out the door, this is going to do more for you than just a, a thing of yogurt. I think the texture is incredible. It's got a weird aftertaste that I can't get past. I really don't like the flavor. I wonder if they make a plain one that I could add my own fruit to because I would like that. Like that texture, but you put like maple syrup and dried cranberries in there or blueberries, that would be good. But there's like this weird artificial aftertaste that I cannot get past and I don't know what it is. I can't identify it based on what's in the ingredients list, except there it does say natural flavors. So maybe it's one of those. Mm. I like it. I'm going to say thumbs in the middle. I want to try a different flavor and see. I'm going to say two thumbs way up. For me, so we couldn't be, I guess we could be more divided on this, but we're pretty divided. I thought that you'd be blown away by this, just based on me eating this for the first time right now. The texture is great. It tastes weird. Hmm. Can I finish it? Yeah, it's all yours. Why don't you read a letter while we finish it? Okay, I'm going to read this one. It's a longing. So buckle up. This letter is in response to our Bucky's episode. Bill writes, Dear Talkin' Toe hosts, where do I even start? I guess this has to be a story, right? Everyone's encounter with the beast is the same, just as everyone's encounter with the beast is unique. My partner Jen and I went to Bucky's for two reasons. One, we were in Texas, and I was eager to show Jen as much Texasy stuff as I could. Bucky's is, of course, a Texas thing. Two, Jen's mom has a thing about beavers. She thinks the vis- visual double entendre is hilarious, so we needed to purchase a plush Bucky for her. Aw. <laughs> she was, as you can imagine, completely horrified. Y'all talked about hillbillies a lot in discussing Bucky's. Maybe the <laughs> Bucky's between Austin and Dallas is a bit more upscale. Mm. But I think distilled Walmart might capture both experiences. We were we were in like South Georgia, right? Yeah. Yeah. We were in South South Georgia, but it felt like we were in Florida. Yeah. Yeah. South Georgia and Florida, there's a blending. I don't know. There's South Georgia. There's, compared to Florida, there's a quiet dignity to the hillbilly. <laughs> <laughs> in Florida, there becomes more of an evangelical hillbilly. Not in a religious way. Yes, in a religious way, but not. that's not what I mean. They're evangelical about being a hillbilly. Anyway, I'll get off my snoot stool now. As bad as the crowds were, however, I think her real waking nightmare was the experience of Bucky's envelopment. Disneyland's gift shops have a lot of variety. Bucky's, on the other hand, is a funhouse maze of identical (laughs) Bucky plushies and t-shirts at every viewing angle. If you're getting bad vibes from Bucky, and it's hard not to if you aren't well prepared for him, it's a real bad trip. Yeah. Oh, no, were you tripping? (laughs) Nightmare. I, however, was fascinated. I wanted a memento of the experience, and so I wanted to buy the most ridiculous T-shirt I could find. Oh, my gosh. Hmm. How would you decide which one? (laughs) Yeah. It was a limited edition tie-dyed 4th of July shirt. (laughs) You did it. Yep. Well done. Asked and answered. Bucky is depicted flying across the front of the shirt astride a giant rocket. Above him is a prominent <laughs> caption. Let's get it poppin'. I've attached a picture. Amazing. Do you want to see the picture? Yes. All right. I'm going to put this picture in the show notes. I think that I can put pictures in the show notes. And, and if I can do that, I'm going to put this one because y'all need to experience it. Uh-oh. Hang on. 
Oh, here we go. Let's get popping. <laughs> Let's get it popping. It's also red, white, and blue everywhere. Oh, yeah. That's great. It's patriotic Fantastic. as fuck. Jen felt that the t-shirt was a really bad idea, though. Bill, she said, if you wear this t-shirt in San Francisco, people are going to have a very different idea of what it means. So I reluctantly bought a Bucky's so- pop socket instead. Oh, Bill. I, f- <laughs> I feel like you made the wrong choice. Yeah. Ugh. We did buy a plush Bucky for her mom, by the way. It lives... It lived with us for about a month until we were able to give it to her. While he was with us, I would sometimes give Jen a scare by leaving him on the bed for her to find (laughs) after work. I had to stop, though. Bucky is real bad vibes, and he had a negative effect on Jen's mood. I get it. And the pop socket, I never even took it out of the packaging. (laughs) Cheers and salutations from your loyal, verbose, completely anonymous toe fan, Bill, last name withheld. Thanks, Bill. What a letter. Yeah. What yeah. a great letter. And, and I will try to get the picture into the show notes. I'm like 90% sure I can do that. Uh, it's The shirt is a thing to behold. And I think it encapu- encapsulates really what Bucky's is all about. I'll yeah. also link to our Bucky's bu- episode. Bubbies. Yep. Bubbies. Yep. I thought that episode was going to be better than it was. I thought it was great. Okay. I ate some of those Brussels sprouts last night. They are disposy. Mm-hmm. Those are good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They were good. The episode was that good. Thanks for listening. If you're enjoying the show, don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. It really helps us out. And we just love reading those five-star reviews. We might even read yours on the pod. But also, getting ahead of myself, if you would like to write us a letter, write to us at TalkingTofuPod at gmail.com. That's talking without the G. Or you can slide into our DMs on Twitter or Instagram. Becky reads and responds to everyone. Cannot stress enough. Please contact Becky. <laughs> Those of you who have contacted me, though, I appreciate it. This is mostly a joke. Uh, I'm Line Leader on Twitter and Instagram, and Line Leader was taken on TikTok. And I am Glue and Glitter on all social media. And you can find my recipes at glueandglitter.com. Talking Tofu is a production of Caddington Inc. Our music is by Delicate Beats. Goodbye. Goodbye. Will you go get it? I will. That's a sidekick's job. (laughs) Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to health care, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot maybe your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.